We pray success on every hand. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I, I'm excited about this, this word because I need to let you know that there's nobody like you. That you are unique. That you are, some of y'all are special. All right. Maybe I'm going to stop there. But we, we got so just special. But I, I need to let you know that the world would not be what it is unless you were here. If you believe at all that God has a divine purpose and a divine order, if you believe that God's creation is not by accident but by purpose, if you believe that God has uniquely made you, that He's wonderfully made you, that God has put a special anointing upon you, that the experiences that you've had in life was not just by accident or happenstance, but something happened to you to shape, make, and mold you, such that you would be the person that you are today. And being the person that you are, you uniquely affect everybody around you. And if you affect everybody around you, you affect the whole world around you. This world could not get alone without you. You are to recognize who you are. You are to recognize that you have divine gifts. That you are special in certain ways that can't nobody do you. And so that's why I just want to tell you this morning, do you. Be the best you that you can possibly be. Oh, the, 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 the problem is that church, that many times we lose track or we lose focus of who we are. I'm going to go through that in a moment, but, 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 but sometimes we give up on ourselves before we can really identify who we really are. If we go to the first verse of this particular chapter and read it from your King James and New King James, it, it, it tells you something like this. I beseech you, brother, therefore, by the mercies of God, that you present your body's living sacrifices, holy and acceptable, which is your reasonable service. Jump back over to the message Bible and maybe I can help somebody this morning and, and, and read it this way. It says, so here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday ordinary life. Watch this. You're sleeping, you're eating, you're going to work, you're walking around life, wherever your wife is, and place it before God as an offering. Let me help somebody with that again. He says, he says Here, here's what I want you to do in the next the message Bible. He says, God is saying to you, I, I want you to understand something. Take your everyday ordinary life. The life in which you, you live and you're seeking, you're eating, everything that you do, you're going to work, you're walking around, everything that is about you, and place 
present before God as an offering. You see, because when you take that which is ordinary and place it before God, it becomes extraordinary. In other words, when you take something that's plain and mundane, God has a way of working it where it becomes awesome in His eyesight. When God gets through working it and molding it up and shaping it and reforming it, it becomes something so unique and special that nobody is the same as anyone else. Let me continue on. Let me continue on. This, 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 is, this is good. This is good for you this morning because he talks about, he says, embracing, embracing what God does to you. Yes, yes. That's the problem. <laughs> Many of us have not embraced what God has been doing for us. Many of us uh, are looking beyond and looking over at somebody else instead of embracing what God has done to you. You are special and you are unique and you are gifted, but you don't operate in the gifts. You don't work your gifts. You know, oh, 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 and, and the reason that, that, that you don't work your gift is because most often you don't recognize your gift. Why you don't recognize your gift is because your gift comes so easy. That's why it's a gift. Oh, you didn't catch that one. You see, the reason that you can do things so easily is because you are gifted to do so. And because it's so easy, you think that well, everybody must have this, everybody must be doing it. Well, I can't do like you do. I can't be what you do. I can experience what you've experienced. You've got the gift. You want to use it. You are so gifted. If we begin to embrace our gifts, yes, yes. if we begin to work it and utilize it, perfect it, if we go back and practice it and, and put it out and make sure that nobody that, that nobody can take me out of the zone of how I'm working my gifts. Right, right, right. See, so often we get to looking at somebody else's gift. And we desire to look to be and do what somebody else is doing or how somebody else is doing rather than work your gift. Tell somebody just work your gift. Just work. Don't, don't, don't work out what's all up in here. Just, just, just work your gift. Okay. Just stay out from up in here. Just, just work your gift. And so God says, he says in this word, in the message Bible, he says, embracing what God does for you yes, yes. is the best thing you can do for him. Say that. Yes, Lord. Oh God. Let's go back and check that. He says, if you embrace what God does for you, it's the best thing that you can do for him. Well, how does that even make sense? When you look at what God has deposited in you, don't you know that God expects a return from you. If God puts something in you, 
God didn't put it there just to lay dormant. God didn't put it there for it just to just to look cute, look pretty. Some of y'all work that real well. But 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 what God can do is just that just so that you can have a name or have a title or be cute up in there. But God put something in you expecting a return back on his investment. Is anybody in here reaping spiritual dividends? I mean, has God put something in you where you are better than what you were when you started? Has God put something in you? Well, has this guy learned something about patience because you had to wait on the Lord every now and then? Now you don't mind saying that song. I don't mind waiting because you know God is going to show up after a while. If anybody is here, these people say, well, you know, I may not have the activity of my legs, but I can still raise my hand, and so I can give God the praise all the more. I'm still yet holding on. I'm still yet in the fight. I'm still yet on the battlefield. I will not give up. I can't give in because God has made a way for me. Perfection. Yes. 
in this message Bible, he goes on to talk to us. Now, I guess I, I should have given you, given you a little bit of background as Paul writing this letter and as he's dealing with the church in Rome. And, 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 and this is somewhere about 59 AD. And some, uh, yes, 59, 59 AD, 50, 57, 57 AD. And, and, and somewhere around there, uh, uh, before that, around 49, 47 uh, AD, the Jews had been expelled from Rome. They had been kicked out. And they'd been kicked out because there were some, some issues with Christians. Wow. Yeah. Newly formed Christians who were Gentiles were accepting Christ and they were arguing and upsetting. So the emperor from Rome said, no, y'all got to get up out of here. And you can't go home, you got to go someplace else. He expelled them from Rome under that expulsion that was the son of Aquila. They were expelled out of Rome. And, and, and Paul is writing this letter, yet while he was, had not yet visited Rome, but what he was trying to get them to understand, I understand that there is strife all around you. There's confusion around you. There's some messed up stuff going on around you. There's some book arguing with one another. There's some debates going on. Some are being killed every day. He says, I understand. And, 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 and not only do I understand your situation, not only do I understand the political climate, not only do I understand your economic plight, not only do I understand your social uh, interactions, I understand that you feel abandoned, you feel confused, and you don't really get this whole thing about Christ and the resurrection. He says, I But I want you to know that God has deposited something in you that can't nobody take from you. I don't care if they keep you out of every church in town. God put something in you that can't no church take out. God has deposited it that keep you on your job. Don't you worry about it. God said, I've got some jobs for you. Not be comfortable here. 
a child of God is always a little bit uncomfortable with the world around them. Because the world is not like this. But if you're comfortable, that means you have assimilated into the world around you. And in the world around you, there's nothing but death and destruction and dying and hurting and pain and deceitfulness. If you're comfortable, say, well, I'm okay. And I'm in my little corner. I'm, I'm okay on my block. I'm okay in my house. I'm going to just keep to myself. If you're comfortable, even with yourself, I got news for you. You are just a messed up as the rest of the world around you. If you can no longer discern or identify the difference between you and the rest of the world, if you are no longer head and shoulders above everybody else, Let me share this with you. One of my young sisters and young daughters here at the church, one day, and, and I'll tell you, it was Chanel. You can tell her when you're going to see her. You never know what I'm going to talk about. She says, she says, Pastor, she says, you are angry today. She says, oh, it wasn't a good look. <laughs> she said, I, I want my pastor back. All right. She said, you went off on them and you said, I said, hey, you know And I'm just like, she said, yeah, I understand that, but, but with you, oh. <laughs> and then I had to, I had to step back and think about that. That I had allowed to take me out of the place. People with meaningless issues and insignificant stuff took me out of the direction where I was headed. And, and, and all my sister could see was the anger that was coming from me. She said, no, 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 that's not a good look. He said, I don't want to see that no more. I don't want to see that no more. She said, you She was a messenger from God. Yes. Moved by the Spirit to say, Pastor, you're out of Insignificant yes. 
have no purpose to your calling. That can neither influence you one way or the other. God can use you. Because God don't want to talk to you in one ear while you listening to next in the other ear. He just embraces what God does to you. He says, you need to embrace it. You need to understand that and, and go for the brother justice. Don't, 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 don't fit into the culture of faith. He said, said, fix your attention, oh God, and you'll be changed from the inside out. Really recognize that what God, what God wants from you. See, a lot of people run around talking, I don't know what God wants from you. Mm, no, 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 no. God, God wants back what he put in. Come on, I don't want to say that. Yes. See, if you, if you really understand that, 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 that means that, 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 that God wants to reflect, he, he wants you to reflect back the same image that he is. I don't understand why you don't know what God wants from you. He wants a reflection back of who he is. And so to understand who he is or to even understand who you are, you need a better and closer understanding of who God is and what God is all about. He says, he says, unlike the culture around you all is dragging you down. He says, he says, we, 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 we need to get uh, to a level of maturity and not let them drag you down to a level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you. He, he, he develops he, and well forms maturity in How long have you been maturing? Some of y'all slow cookers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to the wall about slow cooking. Help you understand the concept of slow cooking. Some of y'all good cooking in the smoker. You just in the cloud all the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and, and think about think about smokers. When you come out, you smell like a smoke. When you come, I'm talking about people who been through something that you can smell the smoke of all day. You ask some folks who may be in the kitchen and cooking all day. And then some of us have to go under pressure cookers. You won't tenderize until there's some pressure for you. Who go through stuff in life, but never 
get the life lesson that goes along with it. And they come out salty and crusty on the outside, but having experienced some things that they need to go through. And said, you can just be cooked a little bit longer. And then you wonder why, why you keep going with this? Because you got burnt the first time around. Let me let, carry let on that. Any of y'all know why? I know you're tired of me. I'm tired of me too. So. Let me go on. He says, he says, when you look at this, he says, I'm seeking you out of deep, out, out of deep gratitude for all, for all that God has given me. He says, look, I, I've been through some stuff, and I need you to understand. I'm, I'm, I'm just so grateful of what God has done for me that I've got to impart it and share it with you. He says, he says I, I have responsibilities in, in, in relation to you. God has given me a responsibility. In other words, I understand my calling. I understand my reflection in him that I must increase and so, so much to the point that, that, that the things that he's deposited, God expects a bountiful return from me. So if God, God showed me love, I got to show more love. If God showed me grace, I need to show somebody else grace. If God has been forgiving me, I've got to show forgiveness. Not just one time, but every time. I've got to get to a point where I'm demonstrating who God is in every aspect of my life. Yes. Then the one of you does, he says, he pure grace. You see, you see, when you get your pure grace, he says, I, when I get to a point where I begin to understand that it's all about God, it was nothing about me, but it was the grace of God that was covering me, the grace of God that was over me, it was the grace of God that kept me, it was God's favor, and I got to tell you, baby, favor ain't fair. Stop looking at me crazy, because favor will never, ever be fair. Yes, we have a responsibility to spread 
the gospel and be the emissaries of God and let people know that still are heaven and the hell. Yes, we all have a responsibility to go out and seek those which are lost. Yes, we have a responsibility to educate our children. Yes, we have a responsibility to show love to the disenfranchised. Yes, we have a responsibility to reach out to the elderly. Yes, we have a responsibility to reach out to our youth. We have a responsibility to change the world through Jesus Christ. It's the one that helps everything work out. 
you to understand. So since we find ourselves fashioned into, into all of these, he says, excellent form, we are excellently formed, marvelous made, functioning parts of the body. Let us go ahead and be what we were made to be. Come on, by the works of God in you, that's what you can be. By what God has been making made manifest, you don't have to come and say, oh, give me an assignment. You've already been assigned. You've already been through the battle. You've already been through. Oh, Brother Brian, let's go. Let's go. Let's, let's, let's and in our keepers, he's just saying that if you preach, then go ahead and preach. Preach the word of God. And I'm, I'm not just talking from the pulpit, but you know what? You need to preach that at home. You need to preach it in our schools. Preach the word of God unadulterated. You need to be able to preach the word of God and prophesy. Somebody in the Bible says to prophesy. Prophesying is different from predicting. Prophesying says that I get divinely inspired to speak those things that are coming forth in the future to predict it. Christ. 